your journey is not going to ever be the same as somebody else's. And so what will happen is somebody finds Diana or Peter McKinnon and they see your latest video and they're like, how could I ever possibly do something like this? When what you really need to do is go all the way back to their first video and say, could I make something as good as this? Because you're comparing your journey, the starting point to someone else's current state. And that is a mind bender, right? What is up, creators? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Jalotny. I'm very excited to bring to you this week's conversation because this is a conversation that honestly, all of us entrepreneurs, creators, or even if you're a creator and you may work a full-time job, there's nothing wrong with that. But I know a lot of us, when we were literally sitting in that cubicle, before we transition out into the what we're doing, we envisioned what this process would look like. We uh, imagined what success and the failures and the what ifs. Uh, and we said yes to all of them. You know, it's like whatever, whatever may come, I want X. And so in this conversation with my buddy Travis, we got a chance to really honestly talk about stuff that nobody talks about, like as a creator. And being a creator has transitioned completely it's morphed a lot in these last couple years and honestly the approach even like that I take towards things and the approach that I'm seeing other creators also kind of lean into is something different than let's say the school of thought that we came into when we were first getting started so I want you to think about when when you're going into this conversation uh, for this interview I want you to really consider what you truly want, like the real reason you want to be a creator. What is the fulfillment that you want out of doing what you love and have a passion around doing? And really think about that as we're having this conversation and see how you can apply. And when you get an idea for something, go do it. Learn and do. This is this is one of those learn and do episodes and I think you'll get a tremendous, I don't even think I know, you'll get a tremendous amount of value out of it. And to already address the what will become elephant in the room, I want you to step back and step up, step back from your fears, but step up to that thought that's going to come in your mind and says, what if, or but, and I don't know, and all the rest of the things. Don't worry about that. Just lean into this episode, and I think you're going to get a tremendous amount of value out of it. Now, that's enough of an intro for me. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I have my good friend Travis here. Brother, how are you? Oh, I'm great. You know, I'm excited to be here. I was just mentioning how, you know, it's been amazing to see your creator journey, and I just appreciate everything you do for the community, all the information you share, and you're an inspiration to me. I'm always checking into what you're sharing with the latest camera gear or even your your studio is just gorgeous. I look at my background. I'm like, oh, I got to level this up. So I'm, I'm glad I'm here with good people. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, uh, man. You know, it's a it's a progressive process. And it's interesting. We was kind of talking uh, before the show um, just about what that whole creative entrepreneurial process has been like. And I think um, a lot of creators are going to vibe with this particular episode because I think it's just a timely 
message. And we have all kinds of mediums in the world. You do have podcasting, which I know um, you have a, a, a lot of authority in that space. You have a lot of experience in that space. You have blogging. You have YouTube videos, which I know we are both creators. Um, you have all kinds of things. But now we're in a space where it's like, what do you use? How do you approach it? And then like, again, making sure your business model makes sense to what you're doing. And what I have loved about your most recent messages is there is all kinds of ways to make money in doing what you're doing. It literally is just thinking outside the box. Absolutely. There's, there's no better opportunity for people than this moment right now. I mean, with the tools we have on our phone and all the digital tools we have at our disposal, I am on this mission to show people what's possible if they stop just going into the cubicle and waiting for Friday and then starting the whole treadmill over again. You know, life is, in my opinion, finite and people have so many great stories and messages and passions. And it's just, I want to show them that you might not make a million dollars on your first business, but I want to teach you that there's money everywhere. You just have to figure out how to start to find it. Yeah, 100% go with that. And that's exactly how um, I, I won't even just say how I got started, but it's it's what made going full time possible. And I think for a lot of people that are getting into that whole concept of um, not just like the getting started, but really getting all four wheels moving at the same time in the same direction kind of a thing is like there's no such thing as the right time, in my opinion. It's like I don't believe there's a such thing as the right time. It's like you have to keep going until the best time maybe becomes available or the closest to best becomes available and just go for it. And sometimes you got to make a wedge and, and make a way for that. Um, and I feel like what you're, what you, what you've been creating and what you're doing is showing people the possibilities of what can happen for them or what they can make possible simply again, by just thinking outside of uh, the box. And we were talking a bit about your company um, before, can you share uh, with the audience what is it that your your business is doing, and what are you, and how do you help creators? Yeah, so uh, I run a creator community called Social Boom, and myself and my business partner Dan Thomas, we have a community where we teach people how to grow and monetize using social media platforms. Now, our curriculum is pretty specific to Instagram, but the foundational information we share applies to any platform. And when we created the company, we made this pact that this information should not hide behind a paywall. It shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't have to take a small business loan to start one of these businesses. So we, you know, you can check it out at socialboom.me. It's $7 for your first month. Or if you wanted to join us for a year of coaching, it's $297. And this is because we intentionally want it to be accessible to everyone. Okay. And everybody comes in and they say, this should be way more expensive, but please don't raise the price, right? But we intentionally want to make impact with people as opposed to only impact with money. So we have three coaching calls a week on Zoom, which is live because we actually want to talk to our members. I can't remember the last thing I bought, like a course or a program where I actually talked to the person that made it. And then of course, we have a uh, we have a curriculum that is called our InstaBoom Accelerator. Now, this is going to be key for all of you watching. I'm going to say something that's going to make you mad. You actually don't need more information, okay? What you need 
is a little bit of information and then a lot of action, okay? And what we tend to do is think that our greatness is external and that if we just read that one more business book or take this one more course, that things are gonna line up. And so the way that we've laid out our curriculum is not through 800 hours of videos, so you, so you didn't buy a full-time job. What you got is fast action workbooks so you can learn something and then apply it and learn something and apply it. And that's going to compound over time. And you're actually going to get a result as opposed to just consume, consume, consume and waiting for greatness. So uh, we break everything down week by week, day by day. And we have some incredible results for our members. We have people that have a thousand followers who are doing 15K months. We have uh, people with, with hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of views. And, you know, like I said earlier, I think there's no better time for any person. In, in creative, it, creator is a tough word because it indicates that you're like, quote, creative. But there's a lot of creative ways to make money without, you know, coloring or painting, right? And so that, that's our mission. Like, we want to help people make money from what they know. We want to help them build a community of people because people are the biggest part of all of this. And we want them to have fun doing it. I think when you get to social media and you start dabbling, it's immediately overwhelming because you have 50,000 gurus telling you, you got to post three times a day. You got to do all this stuff. And before you even had fun doing it, you're already defeated. And it really doesn't have to be like that unless you build your own prison like that. So we're all about, you know, having people commit to a small amount of time, learning something, applying it, and then having them compound over time for really great results. Man, you are preaching the learn and do Diana Gladney way of living, because yes. that's absolutely where like I came from, especially like when you are like very nerdy, very, very uh, intellectual and stuff like that. Like you are just constantly like, well, I need to know more, or let me read another book, or let me reread this chapter, or let me rewatch this video. Yeah, And it's like, and that was literally the whole way I kind of snapped out of that, which was if I'm going to see if something honestly is working in the way as taught is I'm, I need to, when I learn something, I need to go and do something. That's literally how like everything that I do now has been tweaked and refined stuff that we do in the business, stuff that we do with content. It's like when you learn something, go do it, go execute on it, especially when it came to stuff um, with video. So I absolutely love that. That is, I'm like, God, give me goosebumps because I'm like, yes, because it's like, honestly, yeah. like it's a self, like a, I think it was on video, I had him on the show. And it was like, it's a self-imposed limitation that you just created in your mind. Yep, absolutely. Most of the blockers that people have are internally created and the beauty of being a creator is that you can make anything, right? You can make anything you want. The curse is that you need to have the discipline not to. Like you really need to sort of have a game plan. And what I like to describe to people is that when you're driving on the highway at night, you have your headlights on and you really only see like 20 or 30 feet in front of you. And you trust that if you keep driving, that the headlights are going to keep showing you the next 30 feet and the next 30 feet. It's the same journey for any entrepreneur, creator, writer, is that you have to trust that the action you're taking now is that 30 feet of vision that you have from the headlights. And the next 30 feet are going to unfold shortly after. But if you keep putting yourself into this position of constantly learning, and I used to read a ton of self-help books, and I 
completely quit because I, every time I bought a self-help book, it was basically screaming to the universe, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. Now, I do like self-improvement and setting goals and things, but not in a way that's almost oppressive to where every author is telling me how horrible I am until I've mastered all these things. And I just don't think it needs to be that way. And that's just my personal philosophy. I'm sure there's lots of people that would disagree and lots of people who love self-help books, but I would argue that the self-help book you're buying is simply a procrastination into actually doing something because you're afraid to fail. And in my, in my journey, I've failed a million times. I'm sure you've got some great failure stories. And those are the huge growth moments. When you mess something up, you will never do that again. And if you just have an easy you know, life and nothing goes wrong, you're probably not gonna be as successful as those who endure and actually embrace messing up and failing. I think it's one of the, the best uh, personality traits someone can have is, is instead of just constantly saying like, oh, well, this failed, to look at it like, it's okay, I'm learning, okay? And I'm not gonna make that mistake again. And so now I have a tool in my tool belt as opposed to giving up, waving the white flag and just saying, well, it didn't work. I guess this isn't for me. 100%. Now, I have a bunch of books behind me that are screaming, don't let them talk about us like that, that are all <laughs> the self-help personal development books. But um, I love when I get that question, like everybody's like, I, pr- I bet you read all those books. It's like, no, I literally maybe only bought a book for a chapter. And like you described, it's like having that roadblock is because I just needed that little bit of something just to, how do I clear this? And it's like most people, um, I've said this in a, a talk before, it's like most people get to the stop sign. If you're printing out, I gave the, uh, which tells how old I am, like the MapQuest directions, you print yes, it, it yes. used to print them out. <laughs> it's like, if you're on the driver's side, you got to tell them what's coming up, how many feet it said it's going to be, keep hitting that, you know, restart the mile tracker. Uh, but uh, it's like, but you can't get to the first stop sign. And it's just like that stop is temporary. It's not for you to stay there for forever. And most people stay there for forever until they figure out the history of the stop sign. Why is it red and white? Like, it's like, come yeah. on. So I, I yeah. completely 100% I love agree that. with that. I love that strategy. I will quit reading any book that doesn't light me up right away. And I think most people feel guilt. They're like, oh, I have to read this book or you know, just going in and reading a chapter is a very efficient way to consume as opposed to just this long form consuming. And I can tell you that like, even in my personal life, I've completely reduced the amount of content that I actually consume because I noticed that, you know, two things happen when you consume a lot of content. One, you're not making anything, right? And two, a lot of times we feel FOMO or resentment or that we aren't getting what someone else is getting. And so I've almost, I'm almost at probably 5% consumption as opposed to where I was just, you know, just scrolling and scrolling and looking at what this person's doing and looking what that person's doing. And it's just a, it's a total deterrent. You're not going to be able to get where you want to go looking in a rear view mirror. And so I challenge anybody who's watching this to consider reducing how much they consume. You want to stick with certain creators and the people that resonate with you, but the rest of it, just let it go because it's not serving you in any way. 100%. And I love that so much because that is um, like, even when I used to do like the uh, Friday live streams on my YouTube channel all the time and uh, go to somebody's channel, maybe a popular channel or 
uh, because it's a camera channel or something, it's like, oh, you follow this or you're not subscribed. It's like, hey, man, protecting your mindset, especially like when you go into full time content creation is the best thing that you can do, because I noticed that um, for myself, if I wake up in the morning and after I've gone through my morning routine, I've gone through my prayers, I've read the Bible, uh, you know, trying to create a habit of doing that well. Uh, again, but it's like I've gone through all the things that I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling empowered. I'm starting my day and then I open my phone to see like um, whatever video and it's like, dang, they got to that video idea before I did uh, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, man, it's like, you know, and it's like, you know what? That negative that I'm introducing is easily resolved with unsubscribing. <laughs> and it's like, honestly, I've unsubscribed from so many channels that my feed is now full of a bunch of things that honestly have nothing to do with nothing where like today a new camera came out for a different brand of company and I'm like, okay, let me go and search the term and then I'll go watch a few videos, but I'm not subscribed to anybody that's honestly yeah. talking about it so that I can keep my mindset focused on the things that make me happy, the content, the content that keeps me fueled. And honestly, that's just that good turn on, turn off switch from your creative work. And when I just want to log in and, and watch somebody go on I don't know, the Pacific Northwest trail hiking thing, you know, yeah. it's like, and I'm watching a, a two hour video and just absolutely happy. And I think yeah. creators have completely undervalued their own personal happiness that helps them to keep creating versus like, they feel like they got to stay relevant or whatever <laughs> by well, staying subscribed. You know, and in, in, in competing with other people is just, I mean, comparison's the thief of joy, right? I'll drop a big cliche and it's true. I mean, your journey is not going to ever be the same as somebody else's. And so what what will happen is somebody finds Diana or Peter McKinnon and they see your latest video and they're like, how could I ever possibly do something like this? When what you really need to do is go all the way back to their first video and say, could I make something as good as this? Because you're comparing your journey, the starting point to someone else's current state. And that is a mind bender, right? So what you mentioned earlier, which is, you know, I, I can try to find a, a better way to say it in my own words is you're curating your intake and you're doing that intentionally because it's healthier for you to have a clear mind to then do your thing your way. And just because somebody else does something that's like, you know, somebody beat me to this video. Well, their audience is not your audience. Right. And so we still have an obligation to show people what's possible on our side. So we can do the same video, right? We're not copying their video, but the topic might be the same. And that should not deter anyone from doing something that someone else has done because your audience is not their audience. Your community is not their community. And your community needs to hear from you because they may not have seen that creator. They may not have seen that content. So it's really win win when you dial it down. And, you know, unfortunately for us, all these apps have been built like slot machines. They're there to keep us in app. They want to sell more ads. So you do have to be mindful. But I definitely made a commitment to reducing intake, which really just 10x my output, which is what I always wanted to do in the first place. I love that. And that's, and you, again, I love that 100%. I agree with everything that you're saying. Because if you cannot protect your mindset, then when it's time to sit down, create, especially if like you schedule time to do it so you can get back to your life or other reasons why you created the business or <laughs> this thing to serve you, then it's like, okay, well, now you can't focus. Now you're not enjoying it. You're not being fully present. 
man, this conversation with Travis is going there. And I absolutely love that. We're just going to take a pause for just a second because I want you to honestly participate. Okay. This week's gear fix. I, I want you to really think about the, where you're at, because I would love to hear from you. So let's jump into this week's gear fix. This week's gear fix is brought to you by you, you, the creator that's in the seat, you, the entrepreneur that's sitting right now listening to this podcast. I want you to honestly, what are some of the ideas? What are some of the unlocks that you're having, having listening to this particular uh, episode? Go to diana.link forward slash gear fix to go ahead and leave a quick voicemail. It doesn't have to be aired publicly. You can say as much um, in the message, but I would love to hear what's something that's unlocking in your mind, in your brain. Participate with these every week because honestly, when you start to expel those ideas out of your mouth, start taking it from the intangible to the tangible from like, I thought about it, I spoke it, I wrote it down. You're that much closer to executing on it. I'm telling you this stuff works. Let me know where you're at. What are you thinking? What are some of the unlocks uh, and some of the wins that you're having mentally as you're going through this week's podcast? Go to diana.link forward slash gear fix to do so. I would love to hear from you, but let's go ahead and jump back into this conversation on being a creator with Travis Brown. One thing I want to switch gears here a little bit, like you, uh, again, start talking about making money in different creative ways. So I want to talk about some, some out of the box ways that um, creators make money. You literally give away excellent <laughs> business ideas. And I would like, I don't, I'll share and we'll put links to everything uh, for your, your content down in the description in the show notes. However, um, I'd love to talk about some money-making methods that people literally just don't think about. And even when like we as creators, we know what problems we have, but if somebody showed up in my inbox and said, I can do X, Y, and Z, as you've laid out your videos, I'd be like, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. Yes. Well, yeah. So I've been sharing ideas that I don't have time for. So I, I luckily for me, I am very fulfilled in what I do. I have enough money. I have money to survive and save and take care of my family. And and money is not everything to me in my my life's trajectory. I'm more interested in experiences and time and things. So yes, I could do all these ideas, and some of them I actually do. And a lot of people comment like, well, why don't you just do it yourself? And the reason that I don't do them myself is because I value my time, my downtime. And I also want to empower other people because an idea is completely worthless without execution, right? So millions of people are seeing these ideas. And to me, I'm always waiting for someone to say, I did it. Because I, I would buy some of this stuff just to support the person who did it. And so... Uh, it's important to me to pass this information along because there might be somebody out there who's destitute or just lost their job and they just don't have the the mental angle of how they're going to do it. I want to lay it all out for them as best I can. And, you know, my reels have turned into, I'm just going to admit this here, I think I secretly want to be a YouTuber because my real content is not pointing and dancing and it's not two second videos to trick the algorithm. I committed to like, okay, let's put some actual like heat in these videos. And yes, they may be longer than what everybody tells you to do. But what I found is that I think audiences are maturing, getting smarter, and they want this information. Okay, so 
Um, I've been putting out what I, I'm just considering my strategy for reels is like mini YouTube videos. And um, it was something that I waited to do uh, begrudgingly until I hit 10,000 followers. And I don't know why. So if you're waiting to do what you really want to do, just take it from me. Just start doing it now because numbers are arbitrary. I had set this goal. I want to hit 10K followers. For some reason, that's what we all want. And I waited until I hit 10K to say, okay, now I can do whatever I want. I hit my goal. I'm very grateful for what I have. And I'm going to pivot here. And then I just turned on the mini YouTube machine. And you know I've gotten 80,000 followers in the last six weeks. And it's a big eye opener. I want to I want to save anybody from waiting because I waited too long to do the thing that was in my head and the thing that I really wanted to do. But honestly, I've been like, I'm gonna have to take your I'm gonna have to buy into your community because I'm like on the edge of starting a YouTube channel. But because of my addictive personality, I just know I'm gonna get obsessed with it. And I don't I don't know if I can handle it right now. <laughs> it is it's a machine. It, in the sense, like not to feed the machine, but it's like even when we've we clear the bank of videos, clear the catalog of all the stuff we have backlog, when you post that video, you're ready to go record and get into your next one. So hey man, I for fair warning, good luck, you know. <laughs> because it, but I think though the way that you approached it is the the way I found honestly great success over uh on TikTok, doing the same kind of a thing, which is interesting. Uh, those curated, specific, dedicated videos, um, like and it's and it's different than like like so today I posted a skit uh, when I'm doing like the the camera personalities or whatever. Um, so it's like it's not like that, or it's not uh, repurposed content, which there'll probably be a a repurposed post from this podcast that get posted. But literally yeah. a dedicated topic, we've kind of scripted it out, not from the sense read it verbatim, but it's like hit this point, hit this point, hit this point, kind of a thing. And so I see that exact same kind of concept with the things that you're doing. So honestly, like, yeah, YouTube is that same kind of a thing. But honestly, if it was just in a landscape mode, that would be a video. So yeah. I'm, just still, go for I'm still learning and, and, and outwardly saying that, like, you know, I'm learning video. I've been in the podcasting industry for 15 years and always hiding behind the fact that I can edit. I can, I don't have to look at the lens. So I've been practicing and practicing and practicing. And you could even go back in my feed and see like the first reel I did. And like, you know, you can see the trajectory of, okay, now I have light or maybe I have a better camera or maybe now there's captions. And so that's the best part for me is continually personally just asking myself, is this better than the last thing I made? Because I don't need to make a masterpiece every time. But I just want to get a little bit incrementally better each time because that's fulfilling to me. And I love that you mentioned the repurposing content. Now, for this, like a podcast, it's a giant piece of content. You almost have to repurpose it in order to promote it. But I think that people think when they're making content, and they just think that it's a place to just sort of like check a box and I'm a big fan of thinking of it like this. You want to pre-purpose your content, not repurpose your content. So I am exclusively on Instagram. I, I started doing TikTok, but I just was like, you know what? I'm going to master this platform before I do anything else because I don't need to be everywhere. I just need to do something really well here. And so writing, uh, scripting, storytelling has been a big part of what I'm focused on for these videos because again... You know, I see people doing like a transition reel, which is fun and there's music and all that stuff. I totally get it. 
But part of me wonders, what does this person really want to say? Because that they are, yeah, like, gosh. I feel like the trends are an easy way for someone to hide behind putting themselves out there, but not fully putting themselves out there. And so I'm sort of on this mission to help people, you know, unapologetically put themselves out there. Because the reason I avoided video is because I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of my appearance. And so it took me a long time to get over that. And then it took me a, a, some time to get into the lighting and, and all the different aspects. All those things were just blockers in my mind. Because when I press record, I just have to make the best thing I can today. But I want creators to know that you don't have to do a two-second video and stop looking for hacks and tricks and all this nonsense. Like, tell a good story, teach somebody something, talk about your passion. But for God's sake, please say something because you you know there's no point in going viral for a two-second one of these because then you're just attracting people that have no idea who you really are and the and the the stories and the value that you have and we all have our unique value no matter where we are in our journey. I don't think that you need to have 10,000 followers to to be a coach. I just think you need to be one step ahead of the people that need that information. And that's part of our mission at Social Boom is just teaching people to, you know, grow a community based around what they know and have the ability to potentially monetize that. I love that. That boy, that that is a, a printable. Read it every morning. Listen it. Put it. Set it as your 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 ringtone, kind of a thing. Because it's just something that is is one of those things. Like you have to have that in your mind. Of and I think a lot of people get get caught up in that. And I remember it's like it had to be like 2020, 2021, uh, especially like when a few like videos was popping off really big on YouTube and stuff uh, on the channel. People was like, "Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this?" I'm like, "Dude." Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. And no. you have to like that staying true to yourself and being 100 percent fine with where it takes you, what you're doing, because you're pleased with knowing um, like for me, it's like pursuing my purposeful work and knowing that, like, like you said, making an impact with the work that you're doing actually matters instead of just constantly trend hacking or hopping just for the sake of doing it, because. I, I had never thought about it in that way, honestly, with the pointing and people want to say something else, but they're trying to package it in a way that they know everybody will eat um, because other people are doing it. When I saw the pointing thing on reels, I was like, I can do skits. That's more yeah. like me because I was in the thespian society uh, in high school. Uh, and so that was always fun and just like kind of taking personality and stuff from playing with my niece and nephews. They're like, so that's fun. Teaching is my thing. I don't feel like... I never felt like I was the most interesting person on YouTube or whatever, but how I think and it can explain and break things down. I'm like, I'm going to lean into my strengths and what I know I can do well and then leave the rest alone. I did one pointing video like to the Rugrats theme. And I'm like, yeah, this is like a one time thing because I'm like, this idea fits this. This ain't for me. <laughs> yeah, this ain't no, for I, me. I had the same experience. I was I did a couple secret websites videos. And I after I posted, I'm like, I just hate this. Like. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a musician at heart. I grew up being a touring musician. And so music is a big part of my background. And I'm always listening to behind the making of music. And there was a band called the presidents of the United States of America. They had a song called lump and peaches. And I was listening to an interview and when they made that record, 
they the guy who is the singer of the band had this quote where he said nobody cares we're just making shares and so lately when i post my content instead of worrying about well is this going to do as good as the last video did or is this going to go viral or is this going to do this or that i just press post and i say nobody cares we're just making shares right and i think when you release your attachment to the success of something that you actually set it free. And I think you can want something so much that you actually squeeze the life out of it. And there's a lot of people I coach that are constantly in crisis mode. Everything is about, well, this video did really well and now I'm not getting any views and, and this entitlement and this, this sort of this lack mentality. And if you just think of setting every video free and it's gonna fly where it flies, it becomes a lot more empowering to then just say, okay, that's done. Let's think about what we're going to do next. And it's it's a weird blocker for people, but you know, I've had this reoccurring theme in my life where I, you know, I worked at Apple and I wanted this job so bad. And I went through eight interviews at two different uh, facilities, and I did all this stuff, and I just wanted this job so bad. And I actually got to the final stage, which was a group interview, and there was this other guy in the group, and he was great. He, I was like this guy's great. He's totally going to get hired. Well, he did. And I went to the Apple store to buy like a dongle or check out a new product or something. And he was right there at the front door with the iPad checking people in. And in that moment, I looked at him and there was a little resentment on my part, which I'm completely aware of. But then I said to myself, is this, is that what I really want to do? And in that moment, I sort of said, "Eh, whatever. The next day they called me and hired me. And it's, it's this weird thing where when you let go of something, it almost wants to come back to you. So if you're if you're one of those people out there who's like, you know, studying your analytics and, and worried about every video's performance, I challenge you to let go and and uh, you know, no one cares. We're just making chairs, mm. brother. Again, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> set your ringtone, okay? <laughs> but uh, man, like I. I'd want to let that I want to let that resonate right there because there's sometimes I remember when Clubhouse was uh, hitting off really good and able to have a lot of great conversations there. And somebody asked me, they came on stage and they asked, um, like, well, what about this video that did really well? Um, And like, did you plan for this? And I'm like, there are some things that I have done that have done really well. And it's like, yeah, you do have like a structure. You do have an approach of how you want to do things and you're being strategic about things but it's not to the point that you're literally anal about every little thing and there are some things i did because it was fun to do it was something fun to talk about it was something fun like i literally switched from uh what i used to do talk about like small business and personal development i was very passionate about that but once i got started doing video stuff i'm like i'm really passionate about this stuff because it's fun for me to do but it also like opens the door to make what 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 things are possible when people make content? Just like if you could just set your camera up, record and create content, I'm like video is the way, I believe, of how you're gonna best communicate your message. A lot of great mediums out there. We're doing the podcast, there's blogs out there, web, whatever. But video is, I think, like one of the best ways. And that was what, you know, made me passionate. Little did I yeah. know it would take me from my cubicle to literally speaking like at social media marketing world, doing all these things that I thought about in the cubicle, but it's just like when you embrace it. So it's like, I I 100% uh, agree with that because it's so important, I think, for people to 
one, I think it's hard for them to do. I, I've, I'll freely admit that somebody's probably listening to this thinking like, but the bills and I'm trying to do this and I'm like the trying to get free. And like you said, yeah. it's kind of keeping you from being free right now. And it's like, you really have to lean into that. That's, I think that's so powerful. It's like, it probably is one of the most underutilized, least talked about things uh, as people get into content creation. It's like the things that make you happy and the things that are most fulfilling to you make a huge difference uh, as you're approaching this, even with a business mindset, with a strategy and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like you said, you can squeeze the life out of it. And I, I love that you brought that up because I've, I don't think I've even heard anybody really talk about that. Yeah, I want to unpack two things that you just mentioned. The first thing is fun, okay? So I have two small children, and I, they are the most inspiring people to be around because they will color, they will color outside of the lines, they will do whatever they want, and it's the greatest thing that they've ever done. They don't care about what it looks like. They don't care if they make a mistake. And I think as we get older, we lose the ability to do things for fun. And when you're having fun, time flies for a reason is because you're in a flow state. You're in a state of joy. And just because it's not perfect doesn't mean you can't have fun along the way. So dialing into your inner child is a very important thing for you to do and understand the moments and the things that light you up. Like if you, you know, try painting and you just absolutely love it, then you need to do more of that because it's putting you into that energetic zone. And I'm not trying to get too woo-woo here, but like I look at my kids and I'm just like, you blow my mind because I'm overthinking these little things and it's all irrelevant because if you're not having fun, then you're not experiencing joy and you're making, you're basically making another job. Now, the other thing you mentioned was getting free, okay? And this is something that I talk about every once in a while to people because I am fully self-employed and there's a point where you have to sit down and say, am I not breaking myself free because of the risk or the worry of the risk or am I not breaking myself free because I've built myself a lifestyle that is imprisoning me, okay? And what I mean by that is that you get the next car, the next phone, the big house, this, that, and the other thing, then you have to keep working at the job to continue that lifestyle. And so what I recommend for people is that they, first of all, you should have a budget, just like you should know how much money you make and how much money you spend. If you don't have that, please do that right now because it will make you feel great and you'll be more fiscally responsible. But you look at that list and then you say, okay, what would I actually need if I did go full-time, do I need Netflix, Disney, Hulu, Amazon, this, that, and the other thing? No, you probably only need one of those. Do I need the Mercedes-Benz lease? No, you could probably find a more affordable car or a more, uh, you know, just a car to get you from where you want to go. Do you need the new phone every year? Probably not. And so a lot of people, I think, are trapped by their own doing and their own lifestyle as opposed to looking at it and saying, well, what if I took a step backward? And that might mean not getting coffee at Starbucks or not getting a new phone or not buying, you know, not spending endlessly. But that step back is going to have a huge leap forward for you when you actually get to do the thing you want to do. And, you know, in my personal experience, I worked from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. 
Then I worked through my lunch hour and I worked from probably nine o'clock till midnight on my thing while I had a full-time job, knowing that if I worked hard enough and did the things I needed to do, that at some point I would make enough money that would replace my income that I needed, my creator budget, and that I could quit my job and then have just nine to five to work and not have to work all the time. So it becomes this kind of like trade-off of if you're willing to live in the prison, you have to accept the prison rules. But the key is in your hand. And it's really about the amount of, of things that you've personally committed to that are keeping you from getting free. Wow. The key is in your hand. I hope that sets somebody free. I really truly yeah, I, do. I do too. If it sets one person free, we've done our job here. 100%. Man, we could talk all day about this, but we're not going to because we have lives. So, <laughs> but I, I really, truly do hope this conversation, one, brought somebody back out of the the depths of thinking that they have to stay on some hamster wheel that they've built when they just got off a hamster wheel that somebody else owned. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be that way at all. Um, I know you've mentioned uh, your program. And again, we'll link everything in the show notes as well as in the description, but share with uh, the community where they can find you and your content and what you have going on right now. Yeah, before I do that, I just want to ask your audience one favor. Uh, running a podcast, running a, a, a YouTube channel, all these things take a lot of work, right? The planning, the getting the guests, lining it up, spending your time. If you could do one thing for me, if you got any value out of this show, just take a minute after you press pause or end and go leave a review or um, if this is the podcast for you or if this is YouTube, you know, give a thumbs up because those are the things that keep creators going. It might not seem a lot to you, but when that new review rolls in, it's going to light up Diana's life for a moment, <laughs> okay? And she's going to know that you're listening. She's going to know that you are in the community. So if you could just do that to let her know that this show is something that gives you value, it would make my personal day. Now, you can find me on Instagram because that's where I hang out. I don't I don't have FOMO. I don't need to be on Twitter and all these other things. So at Travis Brown on Instagram. And then if you're interested in the creator community called Social Boom, it's just socialboom.me. Um, and it's all the information's there. It's $7 for your first month or uh, 297 for the year of coaching. And I just want to remind you that there is so much potential in you. And if you've been thinking about doing this, if you've been thinking about getting on video, join Diana's community. If you've been thinking that social media or Instagram is something that you want to do and sell your knowledge, it's up to you, right? No one can do the work for you. No one's going to hand it to you, but you have to take action. So if that's in your mind or has been on a post-it note on your desk for a year or next week, next week, next week. I just challenge you to take some action. You're in the driver's seat, put it in gear, get in the right community, whatever community that is, and learn and apply, learn and apply. And that's how you're gonna get a lot of results. Man, I love that. Thank you so much, Travis, for your time. Again, everything will be linked in the show notes so people can uh, communicate with you and absolutely start consuming and digesting that content. Because not only is there value there, but there's things that, like you said, you can learn. And you said learn and apply, but over here we say learn and do. So get out there, okay. do the work, put in the, the execution time, create, 
post, repeat the process. So that's where I'm gonna leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else, they may be able to take advantage of that, want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sales. With that, guys, through a passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Simplified.